What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are in the book of Judges, and we're on uh, part two of the Samson saga. Maybe it's part two. I think I labeled it part two, but it might be considered part one because the other one was a prequel. It kind of like talked about how Samson came to be about. Either way, I labeled it. We're on the second part of Samuel, or Samuel, Samson. Whew, man, I'm tripping. Anyway, we're on the second part of Samson, man. And uh, Samson's probably the most well-known Bible figure in the book of Judges. A lot of people know this brother, man. So let's dive deep and see what it says. And again, if, I hope you read before, but if you haven't, we're in Judges 14, chapter 1 through 4. Check it out. Stop here. Read it and come back, and we'll discuss our four things we always discuss about. So what does the scripture actually say? What happened? We're only going through four verses, so it's not a whole lot going on. But in those four verses, there's a lot to unpack. So it's pretty awesome. Sometimes we read maybe uh, two days ago a section that was, I think, eight verses, something around there. And there wasn't a lot that we can learn uh, unless you just like scrutinize every little single word. And I tried to do a little bit of that. But with this one, there's not much going on. Well, there's a lot going on, but not much reading to find a whole lot. And so it's awesome, man. Anyway, what's it say? It says that uh, Samson, man, he saw a woman. He said he went down to Timnah and he saw a woman, a Philistine woman, man. And when he saw her, obviously something happened because he told his mama and his daddy, he said, take her for a wife. He's like, I want her as my wife. I want this woman to marry me. She is amazing. His mom and his dad was like, what? Can you not find a person from your own people, from your own kindred, your own family to marry? And instead of uh, this uncircumcised Philistine, like, can you find one of us instead of one of them? And Samson was like, bro, I looked at her and she was right in my eyes, is what it literally says in Hebrew. She was right in my eyes. I think some versions may say something like, because uh, she was beautiful or she had a wonderful appearance. She was lovely, man. He saw her and he just fell. Boom. You know, what do you call that? He got, he just fell in love instantly. Boom. Ooh. Well, more like fell in lust. But he was like, I want her. So go get her for me, man. And then this is 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 what is is so powerful though, because his his father and mother they were they were saddened by this thing, but it says they did not know that God was seeking an occasion so that he may find a way to take down them Philistines, man. <laughs> see the lord has plans man the lord has plans it says because at the time the philistines were ruling over the israelites so what do we what do we find out about god in this what do we know about god what character of god is being displayed through these four verses and i'm going to tell you right now you know it's god's sovereignty <laughs> you might have said grace. Yeah, I know. And I think that's true. Grace is there. Uh, because, again, 
we 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 read and I, I i didn't mention last episode i'm sorry but at the very beginning it says that the israelites did evil in the eyes of the lord again and that uh, they were oppressed by the uh, philistines for 40 years so they have been oppressed for 40 years by these philistines okay because of their sin and they're they're turning away from god but god in his sovereignty is making a way for them to end that oppression through his servant Samuel. E- Samuel, I keep saying Samuel, I'm sorry, through his servant Samson. Even though Samson is trying to explicitly go against the things that God has called him to do. We talked about that uh, a little bit uh, in the last episode. Um, Actually, not in the last episode. I'm sorry. A couple episodes ago, when we talked about that judge giving his daughters to marry uh, foreigners, and then also that his sons were marrying foreigners' daughters. It's like, this was not what the plan was. This was not what was supposed to happen, because what happens is when they mix like that, they begin to serve their gods rather than the God of Israel. They serve their wives or their husbands, their spouses' gods. That's just what happens, man. And, and that's what is being displayed here in the um, text. And so, despite Samson doing this thing that's evil, God is going to use it to do good. That's because he's sovereign, man. God is sovereign. That's so amazing, man. I mean, to me, that's just incredible. What do we see about man? Well, I think we see that man wants to do whatever he wants to do. Yes, man wants to do what he wants to do. Samson said it, and it's a little precursor to what we're going to see once we head out of the Samson saga and we go into the last book of of Judges, the the last uh, uh, storyline of Judges, which is the Civil War, uh, which is a uh, a horrible thing. So be ready. When we get to that, uh, people, be ready. But a theme that carries on throughout that time is that people did right what was did what was in what was right in their own eyes. The people did what was right in their own eyes. And Samson starts it off right here. It says that Samson wanted this woman because she was right in his eyes. We do what we want, man, because that's what we want. It's pleasing to us. That's the status of man, regardless of you're Christian or non-Christian. Now, as Christians, we hope that we follow God, but, man, it, it ain't always that way, is it? And so what's the application we can take here? Well, first off, the big takeaway is that God is sovereign over everything. Now, we don't want to do what we want to do in our own eyes, of course, we don't want to do whatever we want and just say, well, God will work it out. That ain't what I mean. But what I do mean is that when things happen to us, when we are, are partakers in things that we have no way of being able to control that seem to be detrimental and harmful and hurtful to us, God is making a way through that. God is moving in that for his glory, but for our good. It's always for his glory and our good. And those things 
that happen are developing us and turning us into a picture of who Jesus is so that the world can see and glorify his name. And in that we can rejoice. So take hope, my friends, and the sovereignty of God in every situation. Take hope and the sovereignty of God in every situation. And then finally, trust in the, um, the sovereignty of God, but trust in his purposes and his plans. For he's the all-wise God, perfect in wisdom, having all knowledge, and then knowing what to do perfectly with all that knowledge. Trust in that and, and, and just bow to his will because things will be far better if we do that. Thank you guys for paying attention and listening, and I will see you in the next episode, guys.